0: Welcome to episode 13 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine,
1: and this is the show about getting the most out of your life.
0: If you are in the process of changing your life, if you're seeking a community of like-minded people looking for tips and strategies to make your new life stick, then this is the show to follow. Join us on this journey of remaking our lives the way we want, with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. Booyah, baby. And the word of the week this week is forgiveness. Forgiveness. What a lovely, lovely thing. You know, a lot of people are anti-forgiveness or they feel that forgiveness is something associated with a certain religious connotation. I, on the other hand, find that forgiveness actually relieves the soul of pent up pressure that while might be justified is still a negative taint in one's soul what say you
1: you betcha i uh, i'll second that because forgiveness is all about yourself it's not about the other person at all you know you have to let that go because holding on to those things is only doing damage to your body your mind, and your
0: soul. It could be crippling. It could be debilitating. And again, it could be completely justified. Like you could make an argument if you were on the debate team that is completely convincing and totally justifiable. But still, if you then say, yes, that's true, I agree with that, but I'm going to forgive you anyway, and you're able to do that in your heart, it's a great relief.
1: Yeah, forgiving people allows the mind to heal so that it's not cluttered with unnecessary anger and angst and frustration. And you know, we can't reach our full potential if we're weighed down by things that have happened to us in the past, from childhood, from high school, even from something that happened last month. As long as we're holding on to those things, we're going to be weighed down and it doesn't allow room for the creativity. All you can do is learn from it and move on.
0: That's it. It's it's as simple as that. And here I think there's something, a beautiful, beautiful thing that somebody wrote. Living in the past doesn't allow you to live in the present. The present is where change happens. It's the place where we evolve and grow. So last week we decided to to we talked about the brain dump. And we talked about the life assessment. We're recording this podcast actually the day after that podcast. So uh, we're, we're a few podcasts ahead now. But I did the brain dump. And I found it to be immediately relieving of stress. Because I was in a situation um, earlier this week and in, in, in the morning uh, today where I was really uptight about some uh, work issues that I was encountering. And I was feeling sort of scattered and all over the place. And I'm like, I said I was going to do the brain dump. I'm going to do the brain dump. And I did the brain dump. And what I then did was I came back and I then measured each one of the dumped items to see where I felt I was. Even though I have some twos, um, it still makes me feel liberated. and now that it's on a list, I feel that is, it is actionable, and it's more uh, tangible and solvable. You
1: said you graded it on a what, scale from 1 to 10? 1 to 10. 1 to 10,
0: okay. And, and 1 being light, 10 being? Mastery. Uh, mastery, okay. I did not give myself any 10s. Which is sort of makes sense because if it was a ten, I would have, it would have, I would have done it already, right? I think.
1: Isn't it amazing that just something as simple as writing all that stuff down can just relieve a whole lot of tension and stress?
0: I wonder if this is a technique that anybody out in the audience uses. Um, if you do use it, I'd love to hear how it has impacted your life. Uh, please go to the Facebook page, the Live It or Waste It Facebook page and let us know what it's like uh, for you when you do a brain dump or whatever you call it, but writing down things that are pressing against you and what sort of relief you do or or don't get. Maybe you're different. Maybe you write stuff down and you're like, ah, now it's just tangible and that's freaking me out, which I could see could be a, a possible reaction to something like this. But for me, it felt liberating. Well, you know, seeing
1: all those things listed down there could be a little overwhelming. But, you you know, you have to have the mindset that you're going to just take a few at a time and eventually you're going to knock it out. Slow and steady wins the race. And it's not about getting them done fast. It's about getting them done. So if you get overwhelmed and you don't do any of them, how is that better than doing two at a time?
0: Well said. Well said. In fact, I just wrote something else down. And I found myself going back to the list throughout the day as I thought of other things to add to it. So, while I tried to do as much dumpiness as I possibly could, I was so scattered that I really uh, didn't have uh, very many things on my initial dump. But as I sort of relaxed into the list and just as things popped in there, I just wrote it down. And now the next step is to what? Uh, Burn the... The page it was written on and all my problems will magically go away. Well, as
1: long as you do the special dance as it's burning.
0: As long as I could bite my lower lip, I'm, I'm happy to do that. What is the next step? Prioritize. Well, some of that could be taken care of where, yeah, I, I could go through prioritize. Prioritize in action, right? I think everything needs to end with some sort of action. But if it's not actionable, you're not going to make progress. So prioritizing is next. I think I could do that. And then you plan. And then I plan. Because if you're going to take action, like you said, you want
1: to do it in a precise manner, like we talked about in the last episode. You know, we want to make sure that we're spending our time as efficiently as possible and not just going willy-nilly into the day you never want to be willy-nilly into the day so once you have prioritized then you can figure out how to schedule your week but you have to know what and how to prioritize your your list of things you have there and who did we turn to to learn how to do that it's our old pal brendan burchard with his video,
0: Prioritize Like a Genius. Like a genius, baby. Like a genius. And what what wisdom what wisdom did Mr. Mr. Burchard have for us?
1: Well, the first thing he says is you got to stop prioritizing easy.
0: It's so easy to do the easy, isn't it?
1: Oh, I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty of this right off the bat. I can prioritize easy stuff till the cows come home. It's, it's really just another distraction, you know?
0: And it makes you think that you're getting stuff done while you're just really killing time. You could fill your day with easy stuff and look back at the end of the day and say, I didn't really do anything. Or you could look
1: back and think you did do a lot when you really, you know, left the, the real meat on the bone, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Start with the hard stuff at the beginning of the day. You're fresher at the beginning of the day. You're more focused. You're more focused at the beginning of the day. That's the time to do the hard stuff. I absolutely uh, prescribe by that. Uh, If it's the thing that I don't want to do, the biggest thing on my list that I don't want to do is generally the first thing that I do in my day because that's the thing that I need to be most on my game. And I can't be tired when I'm going to do it. And if I don't do it right then and there, then the easy stuff is going to get in the way. And I'm going to fill up my day with fluff and not accomplish the goals that I set out for myself. And
1: also when you do that, you get that feeling that weight is lifted off of you. You feel empowered you feel empowered that you can do anything in the face of fear that's the key
0: get it done first and feel that sense of accomplishment the weight lifted that's an awesome where, place to start where else are we going to go well
1: but no i, I don't I, I before we go on to the next one i i want to really push that that point about um doing it in the face of fear because a lot of times people wait until they're not feeling anxious or afraid to do something before they do it and the reality is is that the fear never goes away and you still have to work regardless of whether you're afraid or not and you have to embrace the fear which is one of my cookies in my cookie jar you have to embrace the fear and learn how to live with it Because it's not going to go away. Even if you eventually are not afraid of doing a certain task that you used to be afraid of, there's something else that's going to come along that you're going to be afraid of. And you have to learn to power through it.
0: Yeah. Fear is something that should be recognized, understood, or you tightrope walking over a Tank of sharks. Yes, you should be afraid. Maybe that fear should tell you don't do that. But most of the fear that we're talking about here is a fear of. I mean, here's a perfect example. It's October. It's tax season, right? No, it's not tax season. That's April. But the uh, <laughs> for the late filing folks who who ask for a uh, a waiver, uh, October I think fifteenth is the uh, is the deadline to file your taxes. And that's what we did this year because we had fear. And I had a tremendous amount of fear about sitting down and doing my taxes this year. And you know what? When I did it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And we had again, put it off until October. So,
1: yeah, because a lot of our fear is based on things that aren't even real. They're things that we're projecting might happen. Right? Yeah. This might be difficult. This, I might look stupid. I might fail.
0: Or I don't like the outcome. I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to the outcome. But you know what? Pretending it's not there is not going to make the outcome any better. And generally, the outcome is not as bad as what you uh, are projecting in your mind.
1: Right. None of us are fortune tellers. We don't really know what's going to happen. We're, we're basing it on previous experiences. But the truth is, we really don't know what's going to happen until we do it. And it's usually not as bad as we anticipated. Amen. So, you know, it's it's like walking through a strong wind. You just got to plant your feet and push through. And
0: you'll get there. Face the resistance. 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 Pick three things you need to do that would really move you forward, get you closer to that goal, something that is weighing heavily, on your mind pick three things so of this list should i pick three things now of my my brain dump and, and look through there and pick three things and knock those off the off the list
1: just knock them off knock them off right off the bat tomorrow morning wow just a med wait first of all envision yourself knocking those three things off the list and what that would feel like.
0: I'm just looking at three random ones on my list and imagining what they would feel like. A five, a five, and a two, to be honest with you.
1: So just look at the, look at the lowest ones you have, the worst ones, and just imagine drawing a line through those
0: because they're finished. I don't know. I, I, I think that my two has to be surrounded by a couple fours. In, in order for me to be actionable and focused and get it done, why is that? Because it seems like it's over. If I let's say I let's say do I have three twos on here? No, I only have two twos. I have two twos and a three. If I put those all at the top of the list, I'm going to be bogged down the whole day on those. Okay, so here's an idea. What if you
1: just dedicated an hour to each one of those? You don't have to finish it. You just have to put an hour of focus on each one right
0: three hours of your day right Because look at that i'm building walls in order not to complete them
1: no i understand because you know i used to do that too i used to think oh if i start this i have to finish it right now i have to finish it today yeah but that's you know that's a good way to get burnt out right you know because you don't have to unless it's you have a deadline obviously but if you just give an hour a day You're, you're, you're not setting yourself up for anxiety of, Oh God, I got to finish all this stuff today. No, give yourself an hour and then be done with
0: it. Put it aside. Right. Make some progress, make some progress and be, see, that's the thing that I have a hard time doing is taking the win Mm -hmm. You know, like, like you said, I want to finish it. I want to have it done and, and over with, and that's what's going on in my mind. That's the mental block is I want it to be over. Right, and if it's more than five minutes to complete, then sometimes I'm like, I, I I can't do this today. Yeah. So do part of it today, and do and have it, have it on the schedule and have it as a priority, but it doesn't need to be finished today. I like that. I think that is very that's very helpful actionable advice. All right.
1: Well, it certainly has helped me because. Sometimes I will just put things off because I don't feel like I have enough time in the day to work on them. But again, why do I need to work on the entire thing? Why can't I just spend a a small, focused amount of time on getting it started and hopefully the next day I'll get it finished? It just depends on the project, obviously.
0: Yeah, and again, if you start on it, With the understanding that you're not going to finish it in that day, it takes some of the pressure off and you could probably ascertain more precisely what it's actually going to take to solve it. And again, it generally is easier uh, to accomplish things than, than, you know.
1: Well, this is where the planning comes in. I mean, when we're planning things out, now we understand, okay, I have these priorities here that... Give me anxiety because I know when I start these things, it's going to be, it's going to take a long time for me to do. And it's going to be things that I'm not comfortable with doing. So if I break it down into small increments, it doesn't seem as daunting.
0: I like it. So this is pick three things. And that's taken from the Brendan Bouchard video, prioritize like a genius. Very good. Simple, but. I feel a little pressure off my shoulders now that we've gone through this. And I hope if you out there listing find that to be a helpful goal, we definitely want to hear about it on the Facebook page. So please, uh, please let us know. Stop prioritizing false emergencies. I think this probably bogs people down in a major way. Last thing, we're knocking them off the list prioritize freedom. What the hell is this one about?
1: You have to include
0: some downtime in your day. Downtime? What's that? Crazy, right? I know. I was at the DMV the other day. Okay. I was at the DMV the other day. That's the end of the story. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. But let me just say, I was going between, I was on the phone between well, talking to the DMV lady and then on the phone, talking to the car dealership from working on the, on the car. And I was whipping out stories and angles and questions and talking to supervisors, talking to the supervisor, supervisor, talking to the supervisor, supervisor, supervisor. I'm, I'm doing all that stuff. And you know what? I did it with patience. I did it with kindness. I did it with understanding. And when it all fell apart and I didn't after two and a half hours of working this stuff at the DMV with a lady in front of me going, why is he on the phone? He shouldn't be on the phone. They say no cell phones here. And at the end, when it all fell apart at the DMV, you know what I said to the lady? Thank you for your help. And she said, I swear to God, she said, Really? <laughs> Isn't that something? David, you win the prize. I, I felt that I win, and I, I wasn't angry when I left because I didn't need to be, because anger was not going to help me in that situation. Wow. It might have felt good to say something. Are you listening yes. to
1: this, ladies and gentlemen? This is a man who has evolved. He has taken what we have learned and he's applied it.
0: And what was the outcome? how did you feel? The outcome was complete failure as far as dealing with the DMV, but I felt like a champ because I had remained composed and I'd done everything that I could possibly think of to solve the problem. I did everything that I could possibly do. It didn't work out and I didn't, you know, I didn't have uh, a freak out uh, when I had my error message.
1: That's awesome, man. I, I, I applaud that. That's, that's where we're trying to get to. We want to be like you,
0: like Dave, Id. Well, you know, it's interesting because when you say live it or waste it, sometimes you're focused on, you know, the get, getting priorities done. And, and living life to its fullest and maximizing relationships. And you don't focus on the little times when you might be at the DMV. And really, at all periods during the day, living it is something to embody, even if it's something pedantic like going to the DMV. Um, and so I, I just was really happy with, you know, and I was, you know, I was frustrated. It was a frustrating experience but it, the frustration didn't overwhelm me into making me make some stupid decisions.
1: this reminds me of something that Wayne Dyer the late Wayne Dyer said be open to everything and attached to nothing and don't be attached so much to the outcome as much as enjoying the journey And you were not attached to the outcome of this situation, because if you were, you'd be attached to getting whatever it is you needed from the DMV, which you didn't get. And because you weren't attached to that, you were more focused on how you were responding and reacting to the stimuli. It didn't matter that you didn't, you spent hours and you got nothing, but you really gained a lot of. Information. You've got nothing. <laughs> but you gain so much knowledge and, and confidence in yourself now, and understanding that if you act like that, then good things will come even when things you didn't want or things didn't go the way you expected. You still feel good about the way you handle
0: it. Next week, we are going to focus in on uh, Brendan Bruchard's high-performance planner review, uh, and we're going to go through some of the uh, performance-enhancing uh, tests uh, or questions that he has to give out. We're gonna- I
1: have actually bought that planner and have been using it, so I will talk about how it's impacted
0: my daily routine. Awesome. So a full review coming next week. Remember, leave comments about your experience And what planning techniques you found helpful and what techniques you heard today that you want to implement. We want to hear about that and how that affects your routine. And so maybe uh, next week you'll even want to pick up Brendan Bouchard's planner.
1: Or at least look at it and make your own if you don't want to buy it, I understand. But you could probably make your own on, on a Word document or Photoshop, something like that.
0: Yeah, and I think you'll just from the, the questions we're going to go through, you'll get something out of that as well because it, it's going to be fun. Uh, remember to subscribe and share this podcast. If you're listening and not sharing it with a friend, shame on you. Shame on us, but we appreciate that you're out there. We appreciate that you listen, uh, but we do ask you to share it and grow the Live It or wasted community. community. That's, that's our ask of you. Don't you want more people living it? Absolutely. Join us on our Live It or Waste It Facebook page, as we've asked you to do. There's a bunch of stuff that uh, we're going to be putting up there and hopefully getting your reactions and responses to. And, hey, why not just go there and introduce yourself to us as well? Uh, We'd love to, to say hello to you on the Facebook page. Post your whiteboards, please. We'd love to see your whiteboards. Send us your whiteboards. If you want... Me, David Guggenheim, for anything, including a podcast. If you're on the East eastern seaboard, east of the Mississippi, you can hit me up at someonetalkmedia.com And if you're in
1: Los Angeles and want to do a podcast, you can reach me at winedesigns.com, W-E-I-N. Now go out there and live it. Don't waste it. Peace and love.